Welcome to Cancelled! Episodes 5 and 6, we're trucking through behind the scenes. We recorded these episodes back to back, so we may not have a whole bunch to open with to talk yeah. about that hasn't happened since, because all that's happened is we recorded that last episode, and then I looked at... we pressed at, pause, and then... Yeah, I sipped on some water. Yeah. It's, uh, it's an exciting time here. With me for the duration, Sarah June is here. Hello. Um... So yeah, so we're plowing through. We'll just jump into it because there's really no reason not to. Episode five of American Gothic. My first note, I said it in the last episode, I'll say it again. Gary Cole can appear anywhere he wants, anytime he wants, and I fucking love it. It's It's every time it's perfect because he's never like menacing when he does it. Every time he appears, he's got like a goofy smirk or or like it's so perfect. Or just he's always like, Hey guys. Hey, bud. Yeah, yeah, his yeah, face yeah, is yeah, always yeah. like, hey, guys. <laughs> hey, uh, somebody called it out? That's um, me. This episode opened with what we find out is a flashback. About like two minutes in, we figure out but that it's a flashback. But I did not know at first that it was a flashback. No, yeah. I think uh, it's, yeah. And I was like, oh, good. We're getting some fucking quality fucking yeah. Lucas Black That's murdering. Um, he picks up this nurse at a hospital. Right. Um, she's they, they she's like walking. Some. She's walking to her car. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. They like, play it initially like, and he's like, "Oh, you're under arrest." And she's like, "What are the charges?" And he's like, "Stealing my heart or whatever." Fucking terrible stuff. You can't shit. even see my eyes anymore. It's <laughs> yeah, so yeah, far back in my head, all the way to the back of her head. And she's like, but, <laughs> "She loves it." She loves it, but I feel like that is like classic dumb yeah. southern charm that it, women like that would love it and like, then it's it turns out that line. she's his girlfriend like they were sort of doing it turns out that she she thinks, thinks she's, she's his, his girlfriend. girlfriend he's clearly using her yes to get information on and this is where i was confused until we find out it's a flashback he right. goes did you get the file uh and he's like to keep talking about they keep referring to Caleb as the baby. They yeah. say Caleb, but they refer to him as a baby. Right. She she gives him a file and it's labeled Caleb Gage Temple. Right. And uh, and then he's like, well, how, and she's like, all you ask me is, how's the baby? baby. How's yeah, the baby doing? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. the baby? What's the deal with the baby? <gasps> You're his father, father aren't, aren't you? you? And she's like, he's oh, shut yeah. up, you crazy. Or yeah. She's like, I'm not an idiot. And he's yeah, like, yeah, let yeah. me uh, let me show you. Well, well, she legit just gets mad because he's like, he's like, oh, I love you, sweetie. Thanks for getting the file. She's like, yeah, I almost got fucking caught or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That. She's like, so where are we going? And he's like, oh, I'm taking you home. And she's like, oh, you said we was going to go dancing or swimming yeah, yeah, on the yeah, old yeah. George's Bridge. <laughs> uh, and he's like, not tonight. And immediately she's just like, it's like the classic Hell Hath No Fury yeah, yeah, yeah. moment. Of, she's like, what? I'll fucking kill this boy. She yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. But she literally is like, what? I, you're his daddy and I'm telling everybody I'm not keeping my mouth shut. Like yeah, immediately yeah, yeah. start yelling. I'm like, yeah. oh, bitch, you got to shut up. Mm. Like you He's going to kill he's you. He's going to kill you. Um, and he does it in like the most, in a very weird choice. It's very weird. So they're driving in his car, and he's like, she's yelling at him, yelling at him, and she's telling him, I'm going to tell everybody, I'm not keeping mm-hmm. you a secret, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, put your seatbelt on. And she puts the seatbelt on. And then he drives them both off a bridge. Yeah. And um, my thought is, why put her seatbelt, like, why yeah, tell her to put her seatbelt on her, if you're going to drive, drive her off a bridge? Um he drives her off the bridge, cut the credits. And I'm like, what the okay, fuck? Okay, she's, she's got a vanity license plate, by the way, that There's says Holly G. G. Yeah. And he calls her Holly G. Yeah, yeah. everybody calls everybody her Holly calls G. Her Holly. We'll find out. Kind of weird. I'm, I'm assuming there's other Hollies in this town. <laughs> There's got to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And since they're all white, they can't yeah. be like, oh, black Holly. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in that moment, I'm like, okay, oh, so. Also, this whole time that they're driving, it's another one of those country roads. Who the fuck knows where the hospital is that she works? It, yeah, apparently, yeah, yeah. it's in I'm the middle of nowhere. It's the hospital in Trinity, right? Is there another hospital? There's, apparently, there's multiple Fulton County hospitals. <laughs> uh, and so they're driving, and the most 
80s rock music is playing. It's like, it's like a shitty, shitty, like, I, I just, Ace really yeah, yeah, is somehow yeah, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and he's driving, and it's like a but Pantera video. But it's also like, the, like generic. It's, it's so not generic the, bad yeah. boy. It's like, um, have you seen the new uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. There's like, that gag of like, now that sounds like music, and they're yeah, all just yeah, like, yeah. it's like somebody did that for yeah. Van Halen. Yes, um, that's exactly it. It's like, oh yeah, it's like a Van Halen video, but without Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then there's the opening sequence. So because of the opening sequence at this point, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, I've known the whole time that he is supernatural, mm-hmm. but is he immortal as well? Are we right. supposed to buy we that? We don't see anybody he, get out of the he, car. Nobody gets out of the car. He drives them both off a bridge. It's not like he's like, all right, peace, and dies out the side. Yeah. He just fucking drives them we both off a bridge it. into a river, and we don't see it. And clearly he's alive, like... Later on, yeah. Um, it's very strange. Caleb in this episode is... Is it is this archery? This is a crossbow episode, yeah. He's, he's practicing archery. Yeah. Um, Caleb has a crossbow from God knows where, but apparently... Well, he doesn't have a crossbow. He has... It's the, a bow and arrow. A, a bow and arrow that is the tiniest fucking... Hold on. Are we right about this? Oh, I'm on the wrong. Hold on. Yeah, this episode is... five, right? Yeah, this is the archery episode. Okay. I've got it. I've got it written. Then what's what's he doing in episode six? Um. Uh, nothing. I think we fucked up. No, Caleb doesn't do anything. Oh, Caleb finds his own grave in episode six. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah. Episode five is the archery episode. Mm-hmm. He and his friend are running around with what appear to be toy bow and arrows. They yeah. are like, like your very classic bent rod yeah. string bow mm-hmm. and arrow but they are doing legit like target practice archery right. with it but they're also playing yeah it's him and his little buddy but they're practicing because there's going to be a fair there's, gonna be a, there's like a fair and there's going to be an archery contest yeah. at the fair and they're practicing but at the same time they're still there's a they do a good thing with caleb where it would be too easy to make him like too old for his age yeah and just have but he's still a kid yeah so like here he's like what are you hunting and he's like he's wow like, boy i'm on like, board. Me too. yeah but they're they're just they're just playing. They're just yeah, playing. Yeah, yeah, and it it works. It, it totally it works. Humanizes Caleb in a way yeah. that would be very easy. He's to not constantly do. fearing for his life. Like right. there are he's, times where he's just, just a kid fun playing with other kids. Playing with other kids, and I do like them having added this yeah. kid. It really helps bring yeah. that out. Um, Buck shows up and he starts shitting. Like, oh, what the little crappy little what's shitty your bow? bullshit bow there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your bo- and then he tries to get him to shoot a bird. Well, uh, he, well you know, he summons a fucking raven. Apparently, well, I guess course. he's like he's, he's telling like, him like I can hit anything with this bow. And yeah. he's like him and the friend are the two best archers. Yeah, in the, but his friend is better than him. He yes. he openly says this. He's yeah, like yeah, Boone's yeah. better than me. Right, he's the best. Uh, and Buck's like, oh, you sure you can hit that target from there? Whatever. What about something harder like that bird? And there's a fucking raven up there because obviously it's his. He's, he's familiar. Yeah. And then he goes, I don't kill anything. I don't eat. Right. And I'm like, Which, I love you. I love you. And also, boy. you know your hillbilly ass eats raven. Yeah, don't seriously. kid yourself. You pluck and eat that bird. I promise you. Um, uh, he's like, and then and, Buck and basically Buck's just like, oh, whatever, man. They're calls pests. him a pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, come on, they're pests. They're vermin. People yeah. kill them by the hundreds because yeah. they ruin crops or whatever. Right, right. Like, well, that bird ain't done nothing to me. Yeah. But he taunts him into yeah. shooting the bird, um, which I like because yeah. there is a thing where... You can manipulate kids that easily. Very easily. Yeah. And Caleb, at the end of the day, is still a child. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was very He feels effective. like it's wrong, but he still does he it. He still does it. And he immediately feels really shitty yeah. about it. Like, he, he doesn't like that he did it. Oh yeah, um, then Buck starts to cut off the bird's foot and yeah, Caleb's like, like yeah, What are you doing? And what the fuck are you doing? He's like, Oh, you earned yourself a talisman, which is a fucking creepy ass sentence to say. Weird thing to say. Talisman 
only means magical object, yes, right? Yeah. It's not like you said you own yourself a trophy or, or like you even a lucky a, charm, a lucky charm, it was whatever. Just kind no. of you know secularized, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Talisman, Talisman. is like witchcraft. Yeah, I thought he was gonna plant it on him, and then it was gonna be like a monkey's paw type thing. Yeah, with yeah, the fucking yeah, raven yeah, foot. Yeah, but sure. but Caleb's like, I'm not doing what you say no more, and he runs away. Right. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing what you say ever again. He yeah. runs away. Uh, <laughs> I was very because I was starting to get mad at the show for uh, like abandoning things, mm-hmm. particularly the, that deputy that fucking saw a witness yeah, murder. Bud, we haven't bud. seen him in a while. Mm-hmm. He's back. He's back. Uh, he's back. But he's not fucking mentioning that murder at all. That no. shit's not happening. The doctor's never like, "What was that you were hey, saying, you about, saying about, about your the... pen being yeah, in yeah, a guy?" <laughs> okay, nothing comes. That shit is gone. It goes away. Uh, but he shows up. In his, like, unbuttoned deputy shirt, which is also weird. Like, yeah. I know it's hot. I get it. You're trying to prov- but, like, show us that's on. hot. But you're on fucking work, man. Button yeah. up. Look professional. <laughs> um, but he goes, like, we see him, like, approach this woman that we find out is his ex-wife. Tell us what she's doing, Chris. She, <laughs> um, what is she doing? Is she She painting? is painting a lawn she's jockey painting. white. Yes, yes. <laughs> I guess she was painting, but I forgot what it was. She is painting a lawn jockey white. She says like a uh, black lawn jockey, yeah, yeah. like it's a, a little little black kid in a jockey costume or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And well, it's a, not even a little; black. it's just a tiny statue, a statue of a yeah, lawn yeah, jockey yeah. that she is painting white. She's like, he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, covering up for a year old, a years old crime. She goes, I guess it's not PC anymore. anymore ben Junior's getting flack about it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. okay, what? <laughs> well, I will say this: at the time. There was definitely, like, how now the Confederate flag is a thing. Right, right. There was some, like, cultural buzz about black lawn jockeys. and like, I didn't the know lawn jockeys were a thing, period, oh, until, like, three months ago. It's a big thing. And here's an interesting thing I once learned. Now, I don't fucking know if it's true, but it's a thing I learned, okay. and I believe it to this day. Uh, um, apparently, black, having a black lawn jockey statue outside of your house was a good thing. I've heard it of meant, this. because, like... Horse racing at the time was so fucking corrupt. Yeah. And the only people that weren't corrupt were the black guys because if they were caught cheating, they would just be fucking murdered. Wow. Uh, so, like, they were known, black lawn jockeys, black jockeys were known to be fair and, like and, more honest. and more honest. So, if you had a black lawn jockey statue in front of your house, it was saying, We are running a clean and legitimate race, horse racing institute or whatever. Interesting. Uh, so the idea that he's painting that, it white is fucking horrific. Right, right. But also, I don't know. I, that's a thing I heard. Right. That's, Who knows? That's, maybe that's not true, or maybe it's true. But right. the other thing I heard was that it's a sta- like the first ones that were made were statues of a specific, specific guy. guy. It yeah, wasn't yeah, just yeah. here's a black servant. It was right, like right. there was a jockey who was black, and somebody made a statue of him. You know that they put on their lawn, which I think is weird. But you know, then so that was that was another defense for sure. having a black lawn. Whatever. She's but painting I, it white, and it's painting, fucking what, weird. She's painting it pure white. Pure she's white. Not painting it flesh. Flesh colored. White flesh colored. Yeah, she's painting yeah, yeah, yeah. it geisha white. Yeah, she's no, she's yeah, she's painting it house paint white. Yeah. It's very strange. And she's wearing sun, sunglasses. big sunglasses, big sunglasses. And, and and it's implied that she's got a black guy. Right. He said, like, "Take off your husband. glasses," which she won't do. Yeah. And he's like, "Where's where is he or whatever?" Yeah. Like she's gonna go have a talk with the new husband about the stepfather. Yeah. The step uh, the kid's stepfather. It's right. her her new husband. Right. Right. Yeah. About the the abuse. The the guy is in his wood shop working on whatever, and he is. So generically a dude. He's so doodly and dickish. Yeah, I mean he's a complete dickhead, and yeah. he's like he's obviously bullying the son. Right. He's real shitty to the son. Yeah, um, who's like about Caleb's age. Yeah, yeah. No, 10, they're definitely 10, in the 11. same yeah, yeah. same age group. They're in the yeah. same fair or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
basically the deputy's like, hey, you know, uh, she's wearing those dark glasses. And he's like, yeah, and you're wearing fucking tight pants or whatever. Oh, yeah, and he like, goes, you're wearing rayon, rayon pants. pants. And I was like, no, he's not. not yeah, he's yeah. not. That's not rayon. That's not a good choice for pants, man. <laughs> um yeah, so basically he tells he's like he's coming over to hey hey knock off you can't yeah. be hitting the kid can't be hitting the wife right <laughs> he, the the guy the, the stepfather goes like is this police business and the, the deputy's like well not yet and he goes good and just beats the shit out of the he, deputy um, the, his first move is, is to, to kick, kick him, him in, in the balls. balls yeah yeah it's very immediately violent. yeah it's very vi- it's like a it's like a series like he kicks him in the balls hit, like knees him in the face yeah. it's a it's a violent beating it's a short but very Vi- violent but very violent kicking. in front of his son. And the ex-wife, yeah. and they're like, he's like, go inside and get the deputy some mice. He walked into a door. Yeah. Uh, which is obviously a play on the, like, the domestic violence thing yeah. or whatever. And the deputy just leaves, and I'm like, look, I understand that you, like, you got an out, man. Yeah. Just arrest him for assaulting a police officer. Yeah. He just did. Like, I don't understand. You're still a police like, officer. And, yeah. Yeah. and also, even if you weren't. You just he just assaulted, you just assaulted a guy. You can have him arrested. You're a cop. You have I, two witnesses. Yeah, yeah. And, none of, and that, even if they don't speak because they're afraid, your word is all you need. Right. You're a cop. Yeah. That's you are the witness. That's all that matters. You're the sheriff's favorite guy. It made no sense to me. I was very confused also as to like why he was just leaving, and he didn't even. I don't know. I mean, I, I get that it was supposed to establish him as being somebody who doesn't stand up for himself. But I'm like, right, yeah, right, like right. you said, that's your out. Yeah, yeah. You don't even have to go back and fight him. Yeah. Just show up with yeah. the other cops and arrest him. Yeah. If you're a pussy, if that's what the whole point is supposed to be, is that he's a right. pussy. It's just, it was such a weird choice. Um, uh, okay, then can we talk about the scene, the, the next thing that happens? Because it's Caleb in his bedroom. Yeah. Caleb is in his bedroom. It's nighttime. He's like getting ready for bed. He's talking to his ghost sister, you know, like you do before bed. Uh, Caleb is. Um, uh, What's he doing? Well, no, so she's not there yet. He's doing something. Right. And then I think he's like t- looking at his crossbow or his she's like bow and arrow. arrow or whatever. And then she, and then shows, she up shows up and, up. and she's mad that he killed the bird. Yes. She shows up and she looks upset. And he says, how long have you been here? And she says, long enough. Right. And I was like, what do you, what? Like <laughs> she, she showed up. She's a ghost. Right. She's, so how long have you been here? Has she been there and been invisible? To me, that implies that he was like jerking off, and he was or like, something. "How long have yeah, you been yeah, here?" Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. That, I mean, that is what enough. that means. When you say how long he's been here, someone says long enough. That means long enough to know whatever you're hiding or whatever, whatever it was you, you were doing earlier. You didn't want me to see. Right. But I was like, "Why is she there and being invisible to him? Like that's not cool, that's man. Also, he's that's, ten. That's like that's weird. That's really weird. Also, you're a ghost." Time is of no... Right. Like, it doesn't even apply to you. Yeah. So, like, long enough isn't a thing. Yeah. The, the line should be like, I've always been here. Or right. something to that yeah, effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't matter. She's kind of always there. That's sort of the right. point of... She's she's his family. She's always watching over him. Exactly. That's the theme of the Say show. constantly. He's also wearing a, just a very long baseball shirt as a night shirt, which is, like, really, just funny to me. Yeah. Particularly when he lays down. Because yes. When at he the lays end down, of the he, scene, he, he lays curls down, up and then pulls the shirt over his legs. On top of a made bed. Yeah. Like, it's bedtime. Yeah, yeah. He can't sleep. Right. But when he goes to bed at the end of the scene, he doesn't go into the bed. He just curls up as if he's not allowed to get into the bed or something. Yeah, it's definitely strange. Uh, there's also a scene I don't want to talk about. More evidence of what a terrible teacher Selena Coombs is, because I oh don't God. understand what she's teaching ever. Yeah. Like, I, I never understand what she's teaching. They, she's in class, and she just goes like, she ta- she's talking about not using violence. And she's like, Martin Luther King, oh, yeah. Gandhi, Robert E. Lee, they all were nonviolent men. Yeah. And then one of the kids like, uh, wait a minute. Uh, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't Robert E. Lee, Lee a yeah. general in the Civil War? And she's like, yes, but only because 
people made him. Yeah, she was like, only because he was pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is, you know what? It's funny. It's funny? It is the opposite of nonviolence. The whole point yeah. of nonviolence is that when you're pushed, you don't push back. Oh, I know. I think that's the, it's is weird. That, though, you think they're doing that on purpose? I think it was on purpose. I think okay. that's the joke. But I was like, it's weird for a show for this show to dedicate uh, like a full dialogue See, exchange yeah, yeah. to a joke. Because joke. normally the humor on this show is like a one-off line. Somebody's got a snappy retort and some yeah, kind of yeah, comeback. Yeah. But literally this whole thing was like... A setup for that payoff? Yeah, it was a setup for that payoff. And it's like, oh, because only because he was put... I was like, that's a that's a pretty good joke. Like, that's a good... But <laughs> it also if, has no... But again... It's no bearing on the story. What, it has no bearing on the story. And what are you teaching? Yeah. What is this class? I am confused. She never writes anything on the board. She's Nothing always just kind of standing She's on her desk. leaning on her desk and talking. She doesn't have a yeah. book. It They're never make... taking notes. Nobody's ever got a book out. They're it's just sitting and listening to her. It's the most boring classroom it's ever. It's very strange. Um, so there's uh, also at one point, uh, oh Buck, uh, Buck sees fucking the deputy who's all beat up and yeah. like, what happened, and he tells him it was like a thing with the, the yeah step, whatever, and he's like, you want me to handle it? He's like, no, as well, fucking handle it. Because yeah, people lose respect for you, they lose respect for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not dealing with this. And then at one point he says, can't we all just get along? Which yeah. is the most dated. Even at the time, that's yeah. a dated reference. Yeah, it's just—it's so. Like, I mean, it's very weird. It's just weird. It's just weird to and bring out a Rodney King reference. The, and I get that this was '95 or whatever, but still. But there was—that's dated then, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, then what happens is the doctor kind of corners the 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 deputy Bud, and he's yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, man, uh, noticed that your, uh, yeah, your ex-wife's like, new husband is beating her up. Yeah, like yeah. you should talk to your kid about that and let him know it's not okay to do." Right. And he basically just says, like, you, you got to be the role model. You got to go be, be a man, yeah, be a man yeah, yeah, yeah. and stand up. Stand uh-huh. up for, for your ex-wife. Stand up for your kid. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't let him think this shit is okay. Right. There's also the way that scene is set up, which it just makes me laugh. Uh, but, and there's also, like, a really nice little moment in it that I enjoy. Uh, we get into that scene. Again, a full dialogue exchange purely for comedic effect. Where he's he's on the phone, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So he's yeah. on the phone. It's, I I don't I won't go as far as to say purely for comedic effect because there's a nice little moment in there that I really like. Yeah. Uh, he's on the phone at the, in the at the police station. Yeah. The deputy is, and the doctor shows up, and the doctor's kind of waiting, waiting while for he's him to finish the phone, the phone call. Yeah. And he tells the doc, he like gets off. He's like, Doc, uh, the woman on the phone's son tripped and fell, and mashed his his braces on his teeth into his gums, which. Which I, I cringe I so that hard. Sounds horrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. But also just the idea of getting your possible. teeth sounds horrible. Yeah. All of it, it just sounded horrible. Really, like, your teeth would just get fucked up. You would like, think, they, right? You, yeah, your you teeth think would, it would break your teeth. Break, yeah. Uh, he's like, what What should she do? And mm-hmm. he's like, take him to a fucking dentist. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's what I've been telling him. She don't want to hear it. He's like, look, I got a doctor. He says, you got to get him to the dentist. Uh, and here's the lot. Here's what I like. The, the woman, he hangs up, he's like, she refused, and then she wants to know if Lucas Buck can lend her the money for the surgery, because she yeah. doesn't know. It's those moments that I like in this show, where they are completely just a subtle little line showing yeah. how everyone in this town right. goes to Lucas Buck. Yeah. It's it's just a little moment, it's not necessarily He's got a reputation for helping people, so people start people, to ask. And people ask, and yeah. that, that's how everybody in this town ends up in his pocket, yeah. and I, I like those moments. You're I think right. it's I like one of those things that sort of ending. separate this show and make it better than just pure schlock right. than it could be. Um, <laughs> Buck buys Caleb a really fancy bow, like a crazy it's really fan. fancy. It's like like a like a like a Olympic archer yeah. style. Yeah, it's got like bow. a counterweight on it. Yeah, and it's stuff. super impressive. It's like lightweight. He's like, yeah. first off, get this branch out of here. He like throws his old yeah. bow away. Why the fuck in this contest where everyone is playing with like cowboy like, and Indian regular, style bow and arrows? Yeah. Does fucking 
Caleb gets he and nobody's like that's weird. That's clear. That's not fair. Like yeah. it's just not yeah. fair. You're cheating. You yeah. should not be allowed to do that. Yeah, doesn't stop him for a second. And there's an all- pretty cool exchange where like so Caleb immediately is like he's a little hesitant but not much. He's yeah. fucking. That's a cool ass bow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? He's he's, he's tempted and he gives into the temptation. And he gives into the temptation. And he Buck tells him how to like uh, like take some like practice. Yeah, and yeah. He starts telling him about like. How to win. And yeah, like, he's like, let me teach to... you about psychological warfare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, okay. Like, you can really see him trying, trying to draw Caleb in in terms of, like, let me teach you how to live life, manipulate Lim- everybody around you. Yeah, for sure. And he's, he's like, you know, winning's the only thing that's important. And, yeah. like, he, like, a little, like, he hits a good shot, and the kid next to him is like, hey, Caleb, great shot. Yeah. And, he, and he's like, oh, thanks. Yeah. And yeah. he goes, well, no, man, you got to walk away like it wasn't nothing. Yeah. You got to play yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, and fucking Caleb. He's really teaching him how to be a total turd. Yeah, for sure. But Caleb's going along with it. He's, yeah. he's falling under that. Yeah. And because it's working, man. Like, there's some lot. Like, as shitty as it is, he's not wrong. Yeah, like, no, that he's shit totally works right. And it, yeah, it just makes you a bad person. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the other part of the story that we've completely let forgotten about, which is Holly G, which is the main. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah. Uh, reporter goes to Holly G's house, meets her as mo- his mom, her mom, yeah. and there's this moment. She's like, like, hey, Mrs. Gallagher, remember me? me and like, I grew like, up yeah. here, and she knew Holly back yeah. in the day. Um, she takes her in. The mom is like, like a Mary Kay she's, person. Yeah, like, she she's like always got people over, and she's like, you're an autumn. Like, that's yeah, everything yeah, yeah, yeah. that she does. Classic old Southern Belle yeah. lady with that same voice. Me. There's a She takes her upstairs, mm-hmm. so she's like, those, the, her, Holly's room is exactly the same it was as yeah. the day she died and she's like oh did you know that she uh, graduated from nursing school with the head of her class and yeah, she yeah. was the best at this and like really like she was the yeah. perfect daughter perfect daughter there's a moment when they first walk into the house that I love and it may not be this time it might be the next time she goes in the house I think it is actually but she walks in and the mom's like thin mint and she just has a, a <laughs> plate of fucking thin mint cookies that are permanently on a yeah. desk like yeah. they're just that's that's where the thin mints go that's southern <laughs> I, I feel like that's I southern. they're on so a, like hard. a crystal cake yeah stand. yeah yeah like a yeah. cake plate like a like a, ta- like, yeah. a, like a cake stand that is the second time that she comes to house because what happens is they go up to holly g's room blah blah look at all her awards what a perfect girl right. well too bad she died and yeah. then uh uh what's her name the cousin is like gail yeah, yeah. she didn't know she that didn't holly know had died she right. just came to see she came to talk to her because she was a nurse at the hospital the night her parents died oh and yeah she wanted yeah. to get some try to get information right. uh, so, so she, she died 10 out, years yeah. ago in a car accident uh she goes through the house a little bit and she finds this envelope she has a love letter some from love buck letters to yeah. the nurse so she finds she figures out that they were involved she kind of confronts buck about it right and then uh he's like well you know we were involved and then she died and that's kind of how it goes and she you know, she drove her car off a bridge he t- yeah he says she, she drove her car off a bridge well she says we, car, we never found the body never yeah. found the car he says we never found the car or the body and he's like, oh, we put, had all kinds of divers on it, and, and nothing yeah, ever came of it. Yeah, Coast Guard radar, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. scuba divers, mm-hmm. we couldn't find anything. She hires one scuba diver to find the car immediately. Yeah. And it's it, it, that's not on purpose, because yeah. the scuba diver says, like, it's only it's kind of muddy under there, but it was only 15 feet down. Like, yeah. We found it, no problem. Right. He but, was like, did they even send anybody down here to look for it? Right. And the answer is clearly no. But at the same time, he's like, maybe the sheriff just wanted to let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. He's not, he still does not want to fucking. Yeah, this guy does not want to fuck with the sheriff. He's all. like, he I literally did this says, like, you. keep my name off of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they pull, like, she pulls, she gets the car towed out. 
There's a thing in this town where no one gives a fuck about the rules of evidence in any yeah, way. Nobody cares. She put, she, she starts to fuck with the car. The and second like, to get out of the water, the worst she's true pulled crime on the handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are a true crime reporter. You should know you yeah. can't do that. She's like, hey, anybody want to help me open this? Like, she's no, immediately. Nobody does. Right. She opens the car. There's nobody. There's nothing in there. Nowhere, yeah. Um, there's like a branch. They do like a classic jump scare where yeah, like, you yeah, think yeah. a skeleton is falling on yeah. her, but it's just a branch. It's pretty classic. It's good. Um, then she um, she's sitting in the driver's seat. She kind of like feels how far the pedal is, like how far the seat's pushed back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she figures really, out that it couldn't have been Holly driving because Holly's shorter than her. And it's, right. So she figures out it was somebody else driving. Her suspicion, of course, is that it's Buck, which she's totally she's right. She's 100% right. Um, then the question is, where the fuck is the body? Where the fuck is the body? Uh, this one was kind of a procedural. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. And the next so. one, too. It's a bit of a mystery. Yeah. Uh, this next one, even more so. The next yeah. one felt like a fucking long RSV yeah. episode. Um, but she, so she goes back to confront the mom about like, there's clearly a cover up going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't you want to know what happened? And mom's like, I know what happened. Yeah. Uh, she gets a phone call. She answers. She hangs up. She leaves the room. The phone rings again. The reporter picks it up and it's like, oh, hey, uh, sorry to call back, but you this know, is whatever. the sanitarium. Yeah, we're calling goes, about Holly's medication. Yeah. We're calling about Holly's medication. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Holly is still alive. Holly's alive and in a sanitarium. Pretty good reveal. Yeah. It's, I was, a, good reveal. I, I, it's a good twist. I'm fine with that. The only I thing did that I not didn't see like how yet. once. When the body was missing, I'm like, all right, something's up. But mm. I did not call. I didn't see it as Holly's alive. alive. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see her. She was being alive. Um, Buck has basically had her institutionalized. Right. Uh, to keep her quiet about Caleb, yeah. I'm assuming. But she's also, um, she I seems like I, she's been traumatized in some way. She's kind of stuck in the past. I can't tell how much of that is supposed to be the uh, medication that she's on. Oh, yeah. How much of that is actually she's crazy. Right. How much of that is that the mom is crazy? Yeah, the mom is fucking. The mom is a weirdo perfectionist. Nuts. Yeah, in a in a in a very strange way. At one point, she's talking to the daughter mm-hmm. about like uh, she's like quizzing her for a nurse thing. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, what are the three main like most important signs of like a heart attack or mm-hmm. whatever?" And she like she's like Sheriff Buck, Sheriff Buck, and Lucas <laughs> Buck, or whatever oh, yeah, the fuck so the, she says. And the, the mom's uh, like, "You're my perfect little girl." It's so like anything said. Uh, nicely in a southern accent creeps me to fuck. It's out. very creepy. Well, the theme of the episode is um, is that she's a romantic. Is that Holly's a romantic, romantic. and yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. makes her. You know, she was a romantic about Sheriff Buck, and uh, and then Sheriff Buck goes, "Well, I'm a romantic too," or like, "You're a romantic too, Gail," or whatever. He shows up um, with. Uh, oh, this is no. This is another episode where he shows up with flowers. There's oh, also yeah, yeah. been a growing theme of sexual tension between Buck and Gail, where he's that, constantly hitting on her for yeah. certain. Um. So we find out she's in the hospital. She goes to see her in the hospital. Yeah. Guess uh, who shows up? Guess who's behind her? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, Gail, the cousin, goes to see her in the hospital. Of course, Gary Cole's there too. Gary Cole's behind. He's her. brought her a rose. He's yeah, like, yeah. "Hey, Angel, Cole's you know, like you're under arrest." She's like, she goes, charges, "My but... boyfriend." <laughs> it's, like, all right, we get it. Well, it's very creepy. As they leave, she's like, "I want to know." Gail's like, "I want to know what happens." Well, I, I can't tell you. I got to show you. Yeah. He goes. He says she's she's been institutionalized. I visit her every week. Like right, she's right, crazy. And then she goes, "Well, what the fuck happened with the car? I know she wasn't driving. Yeah. Who was driving?" And he's like, "I got to show you. Get in this car with me." And she's like, "Fuck no!" I, yeah. Like she she I kind of says no, but immediately is in the car. Right. Uh, I don't know why everyone who knows he's bad is so willing to yeah. hang around him at all times. It's charming. He's I have a fucking. No, he's not that charming. <laughs> honestly, yeah. Uh, they get in a the car, they're driving along the same stretch of road, and he starts telling the story about how he was going to break up with her. And, and she, she went nuts, she, she couldn't, went handle it. couldn't handle it. Took the wheel and 
drove him off the road. road. But as he's telling the story, he closes his eyes. He says, I could drive this road with my eyes closed. And then he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's freaking out. She's trying to grab the wheel. They barely, like, skid to a stop or whatever. She's looking. They're sort of thrown against each other. And then. He plants a big old smoocher on her. And she's totally okay with it. She seems okay with it. She doesn't she freak then, out. She doesn't hit him. She doesn't no. what the fuck are you doing? The kiss There's ends. A, she p- kind of pulls away in the sense bit. that she sits back in her chair, but she yeah. doesn't seem upset, upset by at it. All. it. To the point where the, it, there's... You ever see that movie Crash? Yeah. The Not the not the, the one that won an Oscar, but the David Cronenberg one oh. about people that fuck after having car no. accidents. Uh, it's, a whole, it's a whole movie about people that like yeah, stage car accidents it, yeah. and death turned on and fuck. Yeah, yeah. She was totally turned on by that almost dying in that car yeah. accident. There's a whole, like, the beat before he kisses her, she's like, like, yeah, yeah, wide-eyed yeah. and breathing heavy. Yeah. Like, she's into buck a little bit. She's into buck. She's definitely into buck a little bit in a way that she doesn't want to be. be. But, yeah. like, she keeps rebuffing him with, like, sassy, flirty remarks, you know? For sure. Like, in the in another episode, he brings, um, in, in the, I think it's, like, episode three or, it's four. It's the scrapyard one. Right. He brings a... She's at the scrapyard. He shows up. He's holding a bunch of roses. He goes, ooh, these really suit your complexion. And she goes, they make me sneeze. And then he's like, well, they're not... He goes, well, bitch, they're not for you anyway. They're for the lady who broke her ankle and make right, it a courtesy right, right, call right, right. or whatever. And it's weird because it's like he definitely was being like, hmm, what do you think of these flowers, girl? And she was like, mm, I don't like them, but maybe. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's... The t- I don't like it. You know what's weird, too, is I was... I don't know... Oh, I was looking up... Um, I was trying to figure out the name of the actress who plays Gail, the cousin. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, and I looked, Turco, something Turk. It's Paige Turco. There you go. Yeah. But I was looking it up, and uh, I found there's like a shipping video on YouTube of Lucas and Gail. <laughs> yes. That's Somebody awesome. made a montage of clips of them and put music on it, and it's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. Did you watch the show? Well, who knows? We got a lot of episodes left. Oh, and no, who knows? Um, so that's kind of how that storyline wraps up. Yeah. Um, but here's here's my other problem with this, and we'll see it again even more so in the next episode. Yeah, it's it's like Gail only cares about getting the answer, and once she does, she just walks away. Right? Like she doesn't she doesn't try to help Holly to being in this fucking mental yeah. institution at all. Well, that shit's done. She doesn't help Holly, but she does go to the mother and be like, "Hey, you should probably go visit your daughter, daughter or whatever." Instead of pretending she's dead, and the mom yeah. is like, eh. mm, "But I just want everything to be perfect <laughs> all the time." And then it wraps up with the the mom does go visit her and yeah. is like, "You're perfect, even though you're That's fucked crazy. up," you know. And it's like, okay, it doesn't feel really earned, but okay. Yeah. Uh, the other storylines wrap up pretty neat. The uh, deputy goes back to the stepfather's house, mm-hmm. or to the new husband the yeah. house, and he's like, "You know what, son? You got to stay and hear this. You're, this man is a bully, and, blah, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. you can't treat people like that. And uh, I'm gonna make sure he's never gonna touch you and your mom yeah, again. Yeah. Blah blah blah." And he tells them, and he's like, yeah. basically, he's like, "All right, you can either fucking listen to me and not hit yeah. these people, or I'm gonna fuck you up." Essentially, yeah. is what he says to that. And the, the stepfather is not scared in the slightest. At all. He's holding a table leg that he's clearly about to bash his fucking head yeah. in with. Uh, at which point, he looks past uh, the deputy. D- down to the road. Down to the road where Gary Cole is driving past in the car. And he just and stops he, in he the car, stops, looks at the guy. And then drives off. That's the, all it takes. And the guy's like, oh, uh, you know what? You're 100% right. I apologize. You tell Lucas, thank you for the warning, but I'll never lay a hand on him again. Yeah. The son, you're all safe. Which, like, hey, no that's, that's not how that works. Like, it's not, that's people don't just stop doing that because they were like, oops, got abuses. scared. Like, no, that's not how abuse works in it. Yeah. Sure. But in this world, yes. everybody is so scared of Lucas that yeah. they'll do anything they right. think he wants. Yeah. Um, 
But Bud doesn't even know that Lucas was there. He no. thinks it's because it's, he, he was so strong to him and stood so up to strong. him. Yeah. Which there was a beat where I legit thought that Lucas was doing that for that reason as like kind of a good act. Yeah. Like that he was like going he was there to bat- out, he was but- helping out the deputy be strong, get what he needs like to help his kid and whatnot without the deputy knowing. I yeah. thought for a second, like, oh, he's just going to be a good yeah. guy. Nope, because the second the deputy leaves, the car comes back, and he fucking magics the guy into fucking knocking into a over. a table saw. Yeah, falling, like, he knocks into it with the guy. Yeah. Literally, like, he looks at him, and the guy's like, oh, 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 like, No, no, it's not even, over. he doesn't start falling. Some some wood behind him that was on a stand just jumps off the stand and uh, knocks against him. Okay, and so, then like, he yes, falls. magical wood knocks <laughs> yeah, yeah, him yeah. into a table saw. He fucking lands on a table saw screaming. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of great. I, it's, I, no, I the like thing the is, it's, being it's a good... Hurt. It's great, but then they cut to the fucking eyes, eyes again. That's and the my fucking that shit. raven and the fucking digital zoom yeah. on a on a raven's open mouth calling <laughs> and shit. It's so I would, bad. Instead of making shipping videos, I would very much like someone to just make an edit of this show without it. those things. It oh, would be with, without. I was going to make a super cut of super all cut of, of those. those. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna rip all the YouTube ones and I'm gonna That's make hilarious. a super cut of all the terrible, terrible I, I like got them on my action hard drive. montages. Oh, I got good. The whole episode of my hard drive. Awesome. I'll run. So that's that. The kid's gonna be fine. And mom, like he's never gonna touch the wife. Or whatever. He's obviously yeah. not gonna be. Pro- I think he. Does, I think he lost a hand. I think we're gonna imply yeah. that he like lost. Yeah, a yeah, hand. yeah. Um, he's not dead because he's the next dead. scene is the fair. Yeah, and we get a moment of where the son comes to meet the meet the deputy. He's yeah, like, you know, it was, uh, meant a lot to mom that you came and visited him in yeah. the hospital, and meant a lot to me too. And mm-hmm. they have like a nice little exchange. That kid's a pretty solid actor. That too. kid did good. There's a. The kids in general on this show are, are, really good. are decent. They're good actors. Yeah. Um, we're at the contest. Yeah, the kid is like, he's reaching out to his dad, dad but he's but, also shy. And uh, they're like, they never touch. They're no, always they're standing like, like, like two feet, feet apart. apart. Yeah, They've yeah. got that awkward, you're my dad, but I spend most of my time with my mom and stepfather. Yeah, like, yeah. I I didn't totally respect you. Now I respect you more, but I also don't know no, you, you that well. Like, the it really, energy like, the, read really yes, genuine. It feels very like, real. The way he was, he was like kind of moving. Like, he wasn't standing right. perfectly still. It was, yeah. it was good. It was good. Uh Caleb is in the contest with Boone. Uh, the friend's name is right, Boone, Right, the archery the contest. The archery contest. He's in the lead because he's cheating. Yeah. Like, not to yeah. be cheating, but and having that fucking bow is Buck cheating. Buck has convinced him that, like, well, if Boone were in your place, don't you think he'd, he'd beat you? you? Like, yeah, of course he Because he's like, right? I don't want to beat my friend. Like, he's yeah, really yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. And then he's like, well, he'd fuck you over. And then so Caleb is going into the contest with that mentality mm-hmm. of, like, yeah, I got to win or else Boone is going to fuck me over. And then he's doing real well. And then Boone goes, like, hey. like hey, man, you're doing great. That's awesome. Yeah. And then he's like, well, don't you want? want to win yeah and then boone's like no i mean i do but if you do then it's like just as good right and which is like the sweetest it's child super thing. sweet uh and at which point caleb realizes that he's totally been manipulated yeah he throws the bow down yeah picks up the other bow which by the way uh buck had put in his trunk yeah when yeah, they traded yeah, those yeah, so yeah, like yeah. that was one where i'm like we saw him put it in his fucking trunk like right he right right how did you the get kid that bow? shouldn't he should borrow a bow from someone somebody else, else. yeah but whatever that would be very easy he goes back to his old you know kind of goes back to his old bow uh purposely throws the contest, yes. right? Um, so that Boone can win. Yeah. Buck is furious. Yeah. Uh, but that is what appear, apparently this show is just gonna be, yeah. is him being somewhat slightly tempted and then doing the right thing yeah. and pissing off Buck. Every once in a while, he needs to just not do the right thing. Yeah. Like, we need, otherwise, it's, what's, there's nothing. There's nothing What's here. interesting, too, is, like, in his little conference with Merlin, she says, like, you can't just run from him. Like, I know, he's like, I don't like Buck. Like, he keeps telling me to do stuff, and it makes me feel weird. And uh, and Merlin's like, well, you can't just run from him. Like, he's part of you. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. 
like yeah, yeah, yeah. he kind of has this like little East of Eden moment where he's like, I I don't know like what's this is actually in the next episode where he's like, I gotta know my history. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. really like it's it's that if I come from evil, then am I evil? Do I have to act like him? And like I like I like that. That's a good. Uh, that's a very good, like motivating thing for, for sure. me. And I feel like they're doing more of the, like they're getting more yeah. into that as these episodes progress. Because right. he's certain. no longer in mortal danger all the time. Right. He's but living his soul life. At this point, danger. he's just yeah. living life. He's, he's not just, running yeah. in fear like he was right. in the first three episodes. Now he's just sort of dealing. He with just lives things. in a boarding house like a tiny bachelor, and yeah, yeah, he like, yeah, goes yeah. to school. <laughs> Where he learns nothing. He lives in a boarding house where no one else lives. Yeah. We never see anybody else yeah. in this boarding house. That black lady has not been around no. in three episodes. Sometimes the doctor eats breakfast. That's it. Occasionally. Um, uh, when we this see- episode ends with the weirdest shit out of nowhere. Buck and Selena Coombs are just having candle wax sex play. Yeah. Uh, talking about whatever. How she's bored. She's bored. And she's he's, like, yeah, he's I'm pissed bored. that she, like, that Caleb's not doing what he wants him to right. do. And she's and like, well, you got like, him a shot. Care, you got him a shot that, shoot that bird. And he's like, ah, fucking birds. Who cares about birds? Yeah. And she's bored. Like that's, and she's just pouring wax yeah, on she's him. She's very much like, look, I understand you're obsessed with, uh, making this kid evil. Cause he's technically your son, but like, I'm bored. It's <laughs> yeah, like, for, she's like, I'm over it. Yeah, like, yeah. It was fun when I was helping you and like seducing We're this guy. Dying, I'm we bored had that, we had that reporter tied up on a mattress, but now I'm real bored. Now the magic's gone. Um, also, I just want to address this. Candle wax play <laughs> is the lamest it's so sex dumb. play. Uh, there was a time where it was like, like I feel like that Madonna movie had come out yeah. and they did the thing. It's really, the best thing about it is that candles are involved. It's right. like candle, <laughs> candle light, fire light. Yes, yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. loves fire light. It's a classic sex lighting. trope. It's a good yeah, lighting. Classic but sex it, lighting. But here's my... there's. It makes it made me think this. There was a genre of movie that was huge in the nineties that I don't think they really make anymore. Mm-hmm. The erotic thriller. Like yeah. your basic instincts, your slivers, your yeah. your body of evidence or they whatever make that Madonna movie now, was. But they're not that erotic. They don't make the sex thriller yeah. anymore. Yeah. And I feel like Candle wax play went mm-hmm. out with the fucking sex thriller. Yeah. It's done. Nobody because it's a, a little you, thrilling and it's oh, sex. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so it's just so goofy. It's barely but, dangerous. And if it felt so out of place to the rest yeah. of this episode, she and it, it was looked, actually kind of good to remind ourselves that those two are kind of deviants. They've got a thing. They together. got a, they yeah. got a thing, and their thing is a little over the top. Yeah, it's a little There's, twisted. The, it's not the a shot starts on a red candle that's yeah. lit, and I'm like, all right, we're in a sexy vibe. <laughs> Yeah, already yeah, yeah. and then it moves over and she's like sitting on the edge of a bed and he's sitting kind of underneath her you yeah, know where yeah, like his yeah, face yeah. is kind of at her stomach height and she's holding the candle she's over like, him, and she looks him. real bored like he she, looks bored too they don't look like they're enjoying the candle you, wax you can literally all. hear the wax sizzling as it hits him and he just <laughs> smiles a little and he just he kind of smiles a little but the whole time he's like yeah I don't know what to do about this Caleb situation it's really <laughs> really weighing heavy on my she's mind like, and we, she's just dripping yeah, wax on him neither of them is into it but they yeah, are it's, doing it's it anyway it's real perfunctory uh, episode 6 is a weird one um Oh, yeah. Oh, Bruce Campbell's in this one. Fucking Bruce Campbell's in this one. I saw his name in the credits, and I was like, fuck yeah, Sam nice. Raimi, good work. Um, there's a moment... Right, so so Boone and Caleb are playing in the beginning. Yeah. Like they, they go to the uh, the, the remains the, of the temple the, house. They go to the yeah the old to Caleb's old house that are burnt down. That he burned down. That he, I burned it down. <laughs> um, as they're walking, there, there's a conversation between the two of them. They're like, well, my daddy always says blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and yeah. Caleb's like, my daddy always says blah, blah, blah. He says, blah. let the chips fall and, in and, Yeah, and then Poon's like, how can your daddy say anything? He's dead. <laughs> and it's like, ooh. That, like, it's uncomfortable, but it is a thing a kid it's would a thing say a child without say. thinking. Like, yeah. 
they're good about writing. Like, I feel like yeah. they're very natural. It's very literal, writing. and it's, like, uncensored. Right. It's very much a thing a kid would do, and I, I enjoyed that. Uh, they go to the house. They're kind of looking around. He's going there ostensibly, I think, to get Merlene's doll. Is and that like, why he's, he's kinda, he does I mean, come upon he, it for sure. He, he does like, find it. He finds it and he takes it. Yeah. He doesn't find anything else yeah. of like his right. belongings. It's a creepy it's, and again it's like another fucking creepy doll in the show is is it's that and like half its face is kind of broken Burnt. off. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like every girl who took a photography class in high school that's yeah. like here's a doll by There's a, a mannequin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Um they uh he and and there's a bit of like business where he's like this was the living room and this is where me and Merlin yeah, stayed yeah. and like him trying because this episode is very much about like you said him coming to terms with yeah. his past and trying to figure his out his family. history yeah. and there's a bit of that here so it, it's a decent setup but as he's walking his foot falls through a plank and he just steps in a skeleton <laughs> and like and then he yells for like thirty seconds it's so long and it's so great because it just keeps cutting back and forth. <laughs> Between his screaming and the skeleton, yeah. like just, like just the chattering, teeth are chattering he's, he's trying to, to get to his hand, his foot, out, his of foot out of its rib cage and out of the planks in the floor, but it's really just making the skeleton kind of wiggle, and, and, wiggle and like it's doing that like zoom in, zoom out on his yeah. face while he's screaming. It's the kind of thing ah! that the should, should go on for three seconds tops, yeah. and then you cut to the theme song. Yeah, yeah. But they do it for like maybe it, twelve seconds. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> beat, and I laughed so hard. Uh, and my favorite part of that is. So he runs like Boone takes off. Yeah. Fucking he should. He's a kid. Right. He's, there's a skeleton. There's a skeleton. Um, he uh, he runs back to the boarding house where the where Gail and the Doc yeah. Matt are like whatever talking. Probably and, just fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. And I hope for both their sakes. And uh, they're like uh, they they're seen like cleaning up his leg. Mm-hmm. And the doctor, oh, is this an animal bite? And he's like, no, no, no. And he tells him what happened. Yeah, yeah. But what I really like when he's tell- describing what happens is he describes that scene of yeah. him screaming yeah he goes, he's like oh, my foot fell right in his rib cage and every time i tried to move my foot out his teeth would just get to chattering yeah. <laughs> like, teeth be chopping like he was chewing on something yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what happened we that's saw exactly it what happened we saw it 25 seconds yeah ago. but i still like because that is how a kid yeah. would describe that mm-hmm. story um they go back to the house uh, the other side of this is that uh buck has been he's bitching to uh miss coombs miss coombs that he's been on the phone all day with Hack, uh, Hack, Weller. Hack Weller's wife, because Hack, what there, she's convinced he's missing. Yeah. Um, they go to the great, the, they find a skeleton. It turns out the skeleton is Hack Weller. Yeah. Here's the problem, and I do like this reveal. Mm-hmm. They go to the corner, and the corner's still clearly under Buck's thumb. I yeah. like that he's still yeah. the corner. They didn't just write that character yeah, yeah, yeah. out. You know what I mean? Um, and he, uh, it's the goat guy from the previous yeah, yeah. episode. Uh, and Curtis Z. Him, Webb. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Hack like to start every morning with a couple cherry colas, and it took a toll. And like, he, like he's, got, de- he's dental got his dental records, records yeah. to prove that it's Hack Weller. And he goes, the problem is, I played golf with Hack Weller three days ago. Oh, oh shit! How is he a skeleton? Right. Um, which is an interesting fucking. I like it. I like it. Like, what? How did you pull yeah. that one off? Uh, also, Hackweller is a great name. It's, it's great. just an f- uh, awesome subject. Can we can we mention now that this episode is called Meet the Beatles? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Meet the yeah. Beatles. Beatles like B E E, like yeah, the and, insect. Yeah. And and there's some beetles crawling out of the skeleton. Some beetles crawling. I out of the this is the episode that I chose to eat breakfast while watching. <laughs> so that was a bad choice eating scrambled eggs while watching little bugs. I don't like them. Uh, the uh, Gary Cole's like completely annoyed with having to deal with this attitude yeah. in the coroner's office cracked me the fuck up. It's really good. Like he's like when he shows him the dental records and says yeah. the thing about the cola, Lucas Buck goes, 
So you're telling me this man died of dental decay? It's like, no, he, that's Just not what he's telling you. Just pretend to do your job for a minute. Give a little bit of a shit. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't. And then we were, he goes back to his office where Bruce Campbell is waiting for him. Yes. Bruce Campbell, who's always awesome. Yes. Uh, he plays a... Uh, FBI. State, well, no, he's state police. Is he state police? Okay. State police who's the sister, whose sister is Hackweller's wife. And he's down to investigate, and he thinks... That Buck is into some shit because he thinks that Buck doesn't seem to give a shit. Buck doesn't give a fuck to the point where literally Buck just came from the corner where mm-hmm. they found conclusively the man's skeleton, and he says to uh, Bruce Campbell, uh, "If your husband, if Hack was anything like you, I bet, or if your sister's anything like you, I bet Hack ran off with a secretary." Yeah. No, you, you know, know for a fact didn't. he didn't. That's, you just saw his skeleton. Yeah. Um, Why won't you just say that? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make you're only making yourself seem more guilty. Yeah. And. But I will say it goes really well with his character of yeah. he doesn't give a fuck. No one can touch him. Right. There are these moments in this episode that I enjoy. So they're introducing another deputy who's kind of a useless Floyd. guy. Yeah. Roy is his name? Floyd. 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 Mm-hmm. And he kind of answers phones, plays crosswords. He's eaten a lot. He yeah. seems to always be He's eating. like a weird little desk jockey guy. And Lucas keeps going to him, who am I? And Which is, like, the answer to that is... Sir, are you having a stroke? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah, keeps, yeah, yeah. He, yell, he doesn't even go up to him. He's in his office and he, he calls yells, him in. he yells, Floyd! And Floyd comes up and he's like, Floyd, who am I? Yeah. And then and goes, Floyd's like, you're Luke Lucas Buck, Buck Lucas. Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said multiple, and the first time he's like, have you ever questioned that? And then it cuts. That's the end of that scene. And it's like, huh? I don't know. Yeah. And it gets, I guess what? it's supposed to be that he is not at all used to someone confronting, challenging his challenging authority, him yeah. authority in any way. And that's what Bruce Campbell's whole thing here is. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's, I really like that he has a challenger in this yeah, episode. for sure. It's good to have a rival for him. There's also another thing of what the fuck, how big is this town? What are the amenities There's of this There's a natural town? history museum. There's a museum. There's a we giant museum. To a giant natural history museum, which... I don't. Okay. Are there natural history museums anywhere besides New York City? I don't know. There's like one there's in. San Fra- probably, I know there's, there's one, one in San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's probably one in DC. There's definitely one in LA. Those are big cities. Sure. You know what I mean? Like not Trinity, South Carolina, which is supposed to be a small town, not even a small yeah. city. No, a small. A town. small town. And I will add this to the what? How big is this town? What kind of amenities are there? Uh, Selena Combs is at the school that has a giant pool. Yeah. And this the, the elementary gym coach school has given indoor pool, a giant indoor Olympic sized swimming pool, yeah. at an elementary school, and there's like palm trees in pots. It's in the, clearly it's a hotel pool. Yeah, it clearly yeah. is. Uh, she goes there to get a key for yeah. the pool, and he's like, "I already gave you a key." She's like, "Well, I lost it." Yeah, uh, I'm so tired of her, and right. everything she says bores me. Yeah, and basically says, me. "I thought me giving you the key, key was, meant I was going to get some that sweet sweet puss," yeah. and you're, she's like, "No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Just give me the fucking key." She he makes like a move and. Well, you don't make a move because who who's gonna who's gonna be behind you? Cole. Lucas Buck. Lucas Buck shows up, grabs him, like go back to the showers or whatever. Yeah. All of this appears to be because she's bored. Yeah. Everything that happens in this episode could have been cleared up very quickly, right? Had she not been bored and yeah. want to keep playing along, yeah. Um, so because she gets basically like a- everybody's insinuating that. A hack weller was with her was when he yeah, disappeared, yeah. so maybe she's a suspect. But she, instead of being like, no, I mean, she does kind of say no, but no, everybody maybe. just keeps talking about it and yeah. being like, but you fuck everybody, right? right? And yeah. she's like, I mean, yeah, but, but mm, I don't like that guy that much. And right. Um, it's very weird. It's like, we don't get a sense of what she wants at all, besides just to more excitement. Yeah, she just and it's, that's more. such a vague thing. Yeah. 
And then sure. Buck is constantly like um kind of getting pissed that other dudes are hitting on her for even sure. though he's like you're not my girlfriend you yeah, know yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, which yeah, is yeah. all right <laughs> fuck boy like come on for sure um that swim coach is attacked at, like she goes back again he hits on her again there's a horrible line where he like she's oh, walk, yeah. she's walking away and he's like well what am i supposed to do here by myself and she goes stroke i wrote it down <laughs> real quick. yeah stroke stroke she gets a couple uh, of lines nice. like that. That's that's like the good one. But lines. there's one in uh yeah she's in a bar and there's another where she's like well you know you should then reach for yourself yeah. like yeah, that's yeah, the line yeah. but yeah there's she's just telling like, dudes to go jerk off, off and I'm like okay she's doing it a lot um she uh when she leaves he's showering off by the pool and is attacked by someone we don't know we assume is Buck but we, we, assume can't, we don't but see we don't see we just see like a yeah. silhouette of a man stabbing somebody slips his throat and then throws him in the pool a lot of blood for CBS yeah. Um, his body is later found, or I should say his skeleton is later right. found. So the, the question still remains, how are how these are guys who died so recently just skeletons? Right. So they go to the Natural History Museum where there's a very creepy paleontologist lady. She is way creepy. She is so creepy. Because she talks like this? But monotone. But, but, but like, it, but monotone, but like... So she's like, so... Uh, she talks I, like Norman Bates. Yeah. The, 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 the reporter says, like, you know, uh, yeah, I understand that you're, like, an expert in uh, uh, skeletons or whatever, yeah. bones. Uh, so, you know, how do you, do you think there's a way that... Oh, he must have met the Beatles? Like, it's yeah, so it's weird. So well, the thing is, too, is is Gail goes in and she's like, hey, so, like, what do you know about Hack Weller? Which I assume he worked That's there. So you know. I don't think he did. She just asked this guy what he knows about Hackwell. Like she asked the the paleontologist lady what she knows about mm-hmm. Hackwell, and she's like, uh, "You're run homo of the male sapiens? Homo sapiens." And I was like, "Okay, I get it. You are yeah, autistic. You're a I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess is what your character percent. is." But then, uh, so she kind of is making maybe making a joke, and then uh, she goes, "Oh yeah, okay." And basically says, "I know Hackwell, or who cares?" And then uh, Gail goes, "Well, he died, and that he died three days ago." And the paleontologist seems to not be surprised or care. Or care in the slightest. She's I think that's reacts, autism. Reacts not at all. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. not even like, oh, like really, oh, really the most Sorry basic. About that. Yeah, oh yeah. my god, you know, no, no. entire autistic reaction yeah. of not very, understanding very human weird. emotions. So, but it made me feel like this. She's very suspicious. She doesn't seem surprised to find out he's dead. I think she's a red herring. She's both. Yeah. We're supposed to suspect she definitely because is. she's like he. She the the reporters like, how is it possible that this person is all just bones after three days? Yeah. And she takes her to this room. Now, I don't know if this the is a fl- real thing. Flensing? Yeah, it is. Okay. The Beatles part of it? I don't know if with with Beatles, but flensing is a thing. And sometimes people do with ants. Okay. Basically, the idea is that whenever they get a specimen that they need to have reduced to a skeleton, they put it in a box full of these beetles, and the beetles can pick the bones clean Fleshing in like an beetles. hour. Fleshing beetles, yeah. Um, she's weird. There's a There's lot a of shots of beetles box, and it's, I they, don't fucking like. They're real creepy. I do not um, like it. Although one like of them made me it. laugh so hard because it's a super close up on the beetle's face as that it's just one like moving funny. its hands yeah. and I fucking cr- it's, it's like so come on man is this a fucking crow's mouth again like it's so on the fucking nose um, but then she says like, so when that happens I'm like oh well it's you yeah or it's someone who has access to the fucking beetle box. Of course. But she says, oh, no, there's fucking... These beetles are everywhere. They exist Oh, yeah, naturally. she says they're local. They're local beetles. So it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. Caleb, uh, there's a great moment where you see Caleb going to dig up the grave. 
because uh, well, the one thing we haven't mentioned is Caleb goes and sees this grave, a grave that has his name on the head yeah. on the tombstone. He's, I guess, presumably going to visit the grave. Uh, yeah, of I think his he's going to put the doll on, but, the, on Merlin's right. grave. But the cemetery is like ten times bigger than the last time we saw it. <laughs> a lot by of the way, down the headstones are made of stone, stone and not plywood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's going to visit, and then he catches a glimpse. There's a grave with his name yeah. on it, and no dates, just his just name. Just his name. But he, it's in the it ground. Freaks him out. Yeah, as it and, should. Yeah. But he also doesn't handle it well. Like, he sees the reporter, he sees mm-hmm. the cousin Gail, and he's like, was there somebody before with my name? And yeah. Somebody had to come before me. Somebody had to, but right. he never says, like, hey, look, I saw this tombstone, and I'm trying yeah. to figure it out. He's yeah. just, like, vaguely rambling about yeah, someone being him before he yeah. was. It's a very strange So he's basically trying to figure out if, you know, was there a Caleb Temple senior? Like, was he named after somebody in his family? Um, but he doesn't yeah, come yeah. out and say it to the he doesn't cousin. Ask, yeah, he just uses vague fucking yeah. hillbilly speak. And mm-hmm. It's kind of annoying. But so we see him digging up the grave, and it's like real windy. And yeah. like, what are you doing? Why are you it's digging up so the grave? It's so campy, yeah. It's so, and like, it, I mean, it looks like an evil dead. Yeah, like it's straight yeah. up Sam Raimi. Uh, the grave is maybe six inches deep. Yeah. He opens the fucking uh, coffin, and a partially decomposed Caleb is in there and grabs him and he shoots up and it's a dream. Ah. And I fucking loved it. It was great. I it was time's perfect. Then he, he goes and washes he goes, his he face. He goes and washes his face. He looks up in a mirror. Partially decomposed dream. Oh, no, double no, dream. No. Uh, double dream. Perfect. That's like, double wake yeah, up. Double wake yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I That's, loved it. I liked that a lot. Um, but he then goes and actually digs up the grave. And uh, I mean... Which I is like, ha- does this fucking graveyard have no security? Like, come on. Also... I'm like, it's hard work digging a grave, man. Yeah. You're a child. Yeah. But that being said, digs it up because it legitimately is maybe six inches deep. Yeah, it's not. Uh, and I mean, there's at a this coffin point, no, full of cash. Well, well, here's the thing. I don't even know why we have to say this again. You can just assume that if there's one person in a shot, Gary Cole's going to appear over his shoulder <laughs> because that's exactly yeah. what happens. And I say that and it sounds like I'm shitting on it. I love it every time. No, I love great. it every time. Uh, he shows up and he's like, ah, oh, I figured you'd get curious soon enough. Um... You know, this is like your this is your land, whatever mm-hmm. the family's land. Buck owns the house that burnt down. He mentions that because he briefly. had given a loan. He had to like the taken dad. over the lease that the loan right. or whatever. So yeah. he owns the, the so property. So Caleb digs up this. He's like, you want to see? All right, you want to see what's in there? And they open it up, and it's full of cash. Does he says it's thirty? He says thirty thousand. It's yours. It's, so much it's more than thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. It's so much more. At one point, he picks up like a banded stack of twenties. That's a couple of grand in yeah. and of itself. It's, in a, it's also like an adult-sized coffin. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's full of cash yeah. um, to the brim. But he sells with thirty thousand dollars, and okay. it's yours. And he starts telling them like, "How about you know?" It's like, "Sure, it's money. This is your. This could be your land. Yeah, with me to guide you and me to." To steer you in the right yeah. way, and you imagine this, how great we could have egg. his house and all these like servants, servants and, and yada shit. yada. Yeah. And, uh, Caleb's, Caleb's a kid; he's like, oh, that sounds pretty fucking great. I, yeah, sounds pretty fucking great yeah. to me. And I'm an adult. Yeah. Um, legit, I watch this show like fuck. I probably would just be Bucks Lackey because like <laughs> he can do whatever he gives me thirty yeah. grand, whatever. Figure it out. Cool. Um, Bruce What's Campbell a soul is, anyway. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Bruce Campbell is still invex- uh, investigating this. Uh, he kind of hits on Coombs a little bit. That yeah. pisses off Buck. Um, Coombs leans into it because it's pissing because off Buck. Because it's pissing off Buck. And she's bored. <laughs> she's very bored. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I got a little distracted. I'm not 100% sure why she, why the reporter goes back to the to the museum. Because she just goes back. Like I'm not yeah. sure why she what the motivate what motivation there is. For I that, don't really she just remember. Kind of goes back to, to the thing. Just ask more questions, that, something like that. Whatever. Um, we had seen that Bruce Campbell had gone to the mm-hmm. museum as well. We haven't yeah. seen him since. 
Uh, right, right. He goes to the museum. The paleontologist basically says, does the same thing. She goes, hey, go back there unsupervised. Yeah, go check, the, yeah, yeah, go go check back out the flensing chamber. The equipment. It's fine. Um, and that's last we see him uh, until she's in there and there's this big box and she hears this rustling and she mm-hmm. opens up the box. It's like a big wooden crate. Yeah. And Bruce Campbell's chained up in there being eaten Covered alive in beetles. by flesh-eating yeah. beetles. And he's screaming and it's kind of awesome. It's great. She freaks out and it drops. I straight up just covered my eyes because I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to look at that many beetles this early in the morning. Uh, it's kind of great. And then... And this is the one thing on this episode I really dislike, and they do it in a lot of TV shows. Yeah. There's just a new character who's a the new bad guy. guy. Yeah. We never met him you once. You couldn't have guessed it was him because you never knew You never saw him. Guy. There's no way to solve this mystery. But she knows his name. She's like, Aussie Strickfield or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How, how the, the fuck, fuck do you know who he is? You're not even from here. I, I, I really feel like they edited a scene out where she met him prior and it just didn't make the cut yeah. for time or something because it Maybe. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But it, it is like my least favorite thing on television yeah. where they do this because it's just lazy. Yeah. All she had to do was meet him previously right. at the hospital mm-hmm. or at the museum. Mm-hmm. She was there a couple times. It could have happened yeah. any moment. He clearly works in the Beatle place. Yeah. Uh, it turns out he's obsessed with Selena Coombs. And There's a bunch. He's got a bunch of pictures of her on the yeah, wall, like wall. stalker pictures of right. like through well, here's the window. A, here's where I'm annoyed. So she she sees those first, yeah. then she bumps into the box. Uh, but when we see those, I'm like, oh, it's the creepy paleontologist lady. Yeah, we met her once. She has access to the box. That would make fucking perfect sense. Yeah. No, it's this guy it's we've a never met new guy. before. Okay. Um, Buck shows up at the last second to yeah. save the day, which I like. Uh, tells fucking. Gail to leave. And she does. And she just leaves. She leaves Bruce Campbell in a box being eaten alive by Beatles. she doesn't trust. And doesn't say shit. Yeah. Doesn't go, doesn't even go like, I'll leave, but hey, can you get that guy out of the box? Before, uh, before Buck even shows up, she's like, hey, Aussie, so I guess you did this? And he's like, yeah, Yeah. I just couldn't bear the thought of all those dirty, dirty men putting their hands all over my angel, angel Selena. Right. And then she goes, okay, well, I won't tell the sheriff or anything, but can you let let my friend go here? And then he's like, like, "Mm, I don't know. Gary Cole shows up out of nowhere, puts him in a chokehold. Right, right, right. The end, basically. Uh, Yeah, that whole storyline's kind of wrapped up there, which I like the Beatle thing, I like the murder, but it's just the choice of who is the bad guy is, is fucking infuriating. It's silly. And then her, I got so mad when she, he's like, you get out of here, I'll handle this or whatever. It, do, it doesn't fit her character at all. No, she, her whole thing is she doesn't trust him. She's, she's trying to help, like, whatever, solve people. his uh, crimes yeah. and shit. It makes no sense that she she's would just She's a busybody. Like, she's an investigative reporter. She's constantly asking right. questions and poking around. Like, and why would she just leave? Far as, I, as far as I can tell... Bruce Campbell just gets eaten alive by Beatles. Yeah. They, we don't see him again. He is not referenced. She's not that committed there, to keeping him there alive. There is no reference to Buck talking about he got him out of the box. Mm-mm. We never see the fucking the only killer that, guy again. No, the only thing that happens is... Yeah, we never see the killer. We assume he is like apprehended because right, Buck said he Buck's would. There, but, but who knows? And then um, we go to uh, uh, Buck later on, I think, like, in the station or something, and then um, Hack Weller's wife shows up, Dead. and then another woman, too. Well, there's a there's a, there's a a moment first where Caleb goes to Merlene and yeah. is like... Oh, yeah, Caleb kind of gets shitty with Merlene for being dead. Like, he's he's upset <laughs> that all his family members are dead, are dead for but sure. he kind of is shitty to her kinda about it. it like, and she's, she's like, like, I didn't want to get killed. Like, yeah, remember how I got murdered and how that implies non-consent? Right. Like, no. <laughs> uh, but then she, she's like, he kind of tells, like, what would you think about us having our own house and living yeah. our own we can take care of ourselves whatever blah 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 but she's not there and she just disapp- like she's gone yeah. um 
Because she knows, she's like, don't go to the dark side, Caleb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She knows. And he's like, how come everybody in my family has to up and die? I don't have anybody. And she's like, "Mm, I mean, I'm doing my best here with being a ghost and stuff. I made myself a ghost so I can stick around. You know how fucking hard it is to ghost yourself? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we're at the police station. Buck shows up, uh, or Gail shows up to talk to Buck. And then this other woman walks in. She's like, oh, are you. This kind of annoyed me, too. She goes, are you Sheriff Buck? And he's like, yeah, so I'm uh, Patsy Weller, Hackweller's wife. No one in this town should not know who right. Buck is. I don't. Why everybody she, like, seems to know who he is? Yeah, yeah. Like so by why face. does she, why does she not? Why it doesn't, she it doesn't make one, any yeah. sense. But she tells him like she says, "Thank you so much." Is what what for? It's like it was so generous. It's like the the fact that you gave me and Coach whoever is right. Wife, the other guy who's got killed, his wife also got money. They so, both got $15,000. Ho, ho, ho. Where did that money come from? Caleb. From Caleb. The 30 grand. Yeah. Put the 30 grand up between and them. And so then Buck Again, gets real pissed. I don't know if you're noticing a theme. Yeah. But apparently every one of these episodes is going to be Luke. Uh, Caleb gets tempted, then does the right thing, Buck gets pissed. It has not not happened in the last four episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that's a horrible way to phrase that sentence. <laughs> I'm, uh, the first couple of times, I was very happy with it. I yeah. enjoyed it. It was fine. It's gotta. It's stop. not really heightening. Is it's thing. not. It's nothing changing. It's yeah. not getting the, the stakes aren't getting. I mean, right. a little bit this time. It went from a bow and arrow to thirty thousand dollars. But it was a very expensive bow and arrow. It was. But, but no, also, probably like, not thirty thousand. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. A kid. The kid's not buying a house for real. He's exactly. A cat, he's a child. Whatever. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. It's yeah. just another carrot on the stick. Right. Uh, at some Honestly, point, I think it's for, a little less effective. Than the bow and arrow because yes. for a kid a bow and arrow is tangible sure, whereas a house and stuff is very a, like yeah idea. maybe in fifteen yeah, years yeah, yeah. I'll be your little lackey and yeah for sure if they don't at some point let Caleb make some bad choices yeah and do something bad there's no point to well this show. here's one thing that I, I do th- like is the way that this episode ends is he's like all right I did the right thing like Merlene where are you she, she doesn't, doesn't show talk. up yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think. I'm hoping is going to lead to him making some bad choices because now he feels very alone and like, well, if Merlene's not here to like tell me what to do, then I guess I can just do whatever the fuck I want. want. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's what I'm hoping for anyway. Yeah. Uh, still interesting. Still in. Still like the show in, very much. Like I'm excited to watch the next couple of episodes. Uh, it did one full season. Here's a weird little bit of trivia. The One of the creators, uh, part writer, also producer on this show, Sean Cassidy. Oh yeah, he was like the big, he wrote it. Yeah, he wrote a lot he, of them. He wrote, he wrote like, this episode. Well, yeah, but he wrote the pilot. It yeah, was yeah. his first pilot. Yeah, that's insane. It's also insane it's that weird. he's also the guy who sang like uh, to do uh, Ron Ron to do Ron Ron and like uh, a yeah. Dream Lover. Like yeah. he, he that his career is fucking crazy. It's like very, it just doesn't weird. make any sense. But yeah. Sean Cassidy, who knew? So it is. Uh, keep watching. We're gonna go uh, next week. We'll have uh, episodes seven and eight. Uh, anything to plug? Uh, yeah, Crown Comedy Festival in Omaha at the end of May. Uh, go to my website. It has a bunch of videos on it. HeySaraJune.com. You should do all of that. Uh, I'm at Chris Cubis on Twitter. At HeySaraJune. At HeySaraJune on Twitter as well. If you like the podcast, rate, review, and subscribe, please. It helps us. We're trying to get maybe like some advertisers to take some nice. fucking that be all right. But if you rate, review, subscribe, it definitely helps us. So please do that. Keep watching these episodes, and we will see you next week.